Hello, I'd like to welcome you back to our series now on wisdom through dream interpretation. This is lesson two in this series, and tonight we're going to cover uh, some definitions. We're going to cover a little bit of terminology, um, talk about why we should listen to our dreams, what part of the sleep cycle we have our dreams in. We're going to get into some interesting information. Um, I'd like to open up with a word of prayer, and then we'll just go ahead and start into this. So Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you for all that you do for us. I thank you, Father, that we can come into your presence even in the depths of our sleep. And we can hear your voice. We can see the things that you want to show us. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each person who is listening to this teaching would have ears to receive it. I pray that you would anoint my lips to teach it. Father, that each person would walk away with a new understanding of what it means to dream. Father, that they would come to you with their dreams and and seek, Lord God, what it is that you want to say. Father, I pray your blessing upon this time. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus and all God's children said, amen. So I want to start with some definitions. I'm going to def- I'm going to go ahead and define what a dream is. I'm going to define a vision and a daydream. Okay, so if you're taking notes, these are some things that you'll probably want to uh, mark down. So a dream, which is primarily what we're going to uh, talk about throughout this course, is the viewing of scenes in the mind while sleeping. A vision, then, is a viewing of scenes in the mind while awake. And I don't know if any of you have ever experienced seeing a vision from God, but it's very unique um, because the eyes are uh, sometimes open, sometimes closed. They, they often come uh, during prayer, but they can come at other times. And it's literally, you, you just see it. You, uh, what, what you think of as having a vision is exactly what happens. And the Lord is speaking something to us through that vision. And then we have daydreams. Now, daydreams we have to be careful with because daydreams are different from visions. Daydreams are a use of our visionary capacity and and we use it on our own terms. So we kind of, we're able to create daydreams and see the quote-unquote vision of a daydream on our own. And, And it's much different than what God shows us in a vision in the day. Now, when you read scripture, you're going to come across um, not only dream and vision, but sometimes you'll come across the term vision in the night. And that's just another way of saying dream. It's That's exactly what a dream is. It is a vision that you have in the night while you're sleeping. So I want you to keep those terms handy as we go throughout the rest of this series. And, and the next thing that I want you to know is when you dream. So our bodies have a sleep cycle, and we go through three different levels of sleep. There's alpha, theta, and delta. And it's, it's in the earliest part of that cycle, and, and I'll add here that the sleep cycle is about 90 minutes, an hour and a half. And so you could say that it's, it's probable that 
we spend about a half hour in the alpha level before we move into the theta level. And then we spend about a half hour in the theta level before we move into the delta level. And the delta level is the deepest level of sleep. Theta is middle. Alpha is the lightest sleep. Okay, and dreams occur in the alpha level of sleep. When, we, when our bodies go into alpha brain waves, when we're sleeping, we experience REM sleep, R-E-M, and that's short for rapid eye movement. Now, it's believed by some people that the reason we call it REM, REM, rapid eye movement, uh, the reason that that's a part of alpha sleep when we dream some people really believe that the eyes move back and forth rapidly as though they are watching the vision that's being played out. And, and frankly, I can't disagree with that. Um, there, I guess there's not much to prove that per se, but it's, it's unique. And, and if you know me, you know the way that I teach and the, that I preach. There is no Hebrew word for coincidence. God does not make mistakes God does not make coincidences. He has everything worked out. And so our eyes move back and forth rapidly in the alpha level of sleep where we dream. So perhaps it is true that our eyes truly are watching a vision be played out. The scripture that I want to give you to kind of centralize this lesson on is from the book of Psalms. And I want you to go to Psalm chapter 16, verse 7. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. Okay, beautiful passage of scripture. It teaches us something. This shows us, A, that we should give praise to God because he's willing to be our counselor. Amen. We've talked about that. We talked a lot about the Lord being our counselor in our last series of being counseled by God. But even at night... My heart instructs me. What does that tell us? That tells us that when God speaks to us in our dreams, he's giving us an instruction. He expects that we're going to listen to the dream and take action on it. He expects us to come to him and seek further interpretation. Amen? We have some reasons. I'm going to give you six reasons that you should listen to your dreams, even, even the somewhat meaningless dreams. You should, you should really take any dream into account. Write them all out, even if it's something simple, something that seems completely off the wall. God can use something. God can use anything. But God can use something that seems completely off the wall to relate to your daily life. Okay, so six reasons that we should listen to our dreams. God said that he would speak to people through their dreams in the Old Testament. And he did. God said that he would speak to people in in dreams in the New Testament. And he did. That's reason one and two. Reason three, we know this. God will counsel us through our dreams. That's reflected in that psalm that we just read. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. Okay? Dreams call us to change, not 
to perish. What does that mean? That, that gives us something interesting to hang on to. When we have a dream, God wants to give us an instruction. Okay? And, and when we listen to the instructions of God, what is the end result? The end result of listening to God's instruction is going to be holiness, righteousness, things of God, and ultimately, they're going to be the results of our salvation, eternal life. So dreams call us to change in this life so that we don't perish. God can give us warnings. Okay, God speaks in dreams. And, and very clearly, uh, if you go throughout scripture, remember this, that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're taught that through scripture. God speaks in dreams. How many times have you read a dream and in, in, in scripture is what I'm meaning there. You read a dream and then they tell of the dream coming to pass. God speaks through our dreams. And that can be kind of a difficult concept for some people. But I'm here to tell you, I've known for a long time that God speaks to me in my dreams. And I've taken a lot of my dreams seriously. I will also be the first to admit that I sometimes don't take even my silly dreams and write them out. But I'm, I'm amending that. I'm, I'm making the change, just like dreams call us to make a change, right? And I'm making the change in my personal life to begin taking into consideration even the silly dreams so that I can come to find what it is that God needs to show me, what God needs to reveal to me. And then the sixth reason to listen to our dreams is because God can give supernatural gifts through dreams. I've heard testimony of people who have um, sought the gift of speaking in tongues and they pray over it and they pray for it and they ask for it. Lord, please, Lord, please, you know that I long for this. And they, for whatever reason, they can't receive it. They don't receive it. And then they go to sleep one night and they have a dream that they're speaking in tongues. And they wake up the next morning and they've received the gift and they can speak in tongues. They received the gift in a dream. And in, in scripture, we see that God gave Solomon a gift of wisdom in a dream. Okay? Now there's there's a little bit of um, warning to this. And it's this. Yes, we should listen to our dreams. We have, we have scriptural evidence that says, listen to your dreams. However, remember in lesson one, I said even, even with any word that you ever receive from the Lord, you always want to test it. That's what scripture tells us to do. Don't believe every spirit, but test the things of the spirit. Make sure that they are of God. Never make a life, a major life decision based on one dream. So if you have a dream that you packed up and moved to Texas, we'll say, because there was a job opportunity there. That was a dream but God has something to say. Remember from lesson one, dreams are most often symbolic. Okay, so just because you dreamed that you packed up and moved to Texas to take this new job, 
doesn't mean that you should get up the next morning, sell your house, pack your bags, and move to Texas. I have heard stories of people who have done that. I've not heard the outcomes. But I've heard, I've heard tell of people who wake up and say, I had a dream that this is what I was supposed to do, and so I'm moving out of state. But maybe that's not quite what God wanted you to do. And so before you make a major life decision based on a dream, you should wait and get a confirmation, get a rhema word, get a prophecy, take it to spiritual advisors, take it to family, to someone you trust, take it um, first and foremost, go back to that get a rhema word, take it to God first and foremost, and, and move forward from there, take it to God, then to spiritual advisors, then to family, then, uh, you know, follow your own procedures and, and try to get to the bottom of what it is that God is saying to you. Okay. For our dream point in this lesson, this is a really unique, um, dream point. And it's one that I want you to hang tight to because often we dream about other people. You know, we dream about, grandma. We dream about our husband, our, our sister, our wife, our brother, our aunt, our mom. We dream about someone close to us. Sometimes we'll even dream about co-workers. But our dream point in this lesson is this. Most dreams are about the dreamer and their heart issues. They're not about other people. And, and what does this mean? So we're going to get into this um, here in the next couple of lessons. But I'm, I'm going to give you a sneak peek. When I say most dreams are about the dreamer, that means that if you are having a dream about your aunt, your mother, your father, you're more likely having a dream about yourself and you see that person to sh- for 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 God to show you an attribute of yourself okay so when you have a dream and you see other people don't immediately take it for i had a dream about that person take it first and foremost to say what does that person what, what attribute of that person, what quality of that person is part of my life? What, what is it about that person? How, how can I relate my life to that person? Okay, most dreamers are, are, most dreams are going to be about the dreamer. When you dream, more than likely, it's going to be about you and the things that went on in your day and how, how God wants to instruct you about, you know, um, the things that are yet to come, the things that could have been handled differently. Dreams are such a powerful tool, but it's important for us to remember as we go through this, dreams are symbolic. I'm going to reiterate that a lot. Dreams are symbolic. We ought to listen to them. We shouldn't make major life decisions based on one dream. And most of the time, the dream regards 
what's going on in my own heart, what's going on in your own heart. The scripture that I want to close this lesson with is Psalm chapter 4, verse 8. I will both lie down in peace and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me live in safety. Okay? And so I want you to meditate on this scripture tonight as you as you rest your head on the pillow. I want you to um, pray it. Pray this scripture. Father, make me lie down in peace and sleep to know that you alone, Lord, make me live in safety. Make it personal. And and again, if you're not having dreams right now, when you pray right before bed, ask the Lord. Just say, Father, speak to me tonight as I sleep. And maybe you want to roll your eyes at this, but let me just make this personal for one moment. And I'll tell you that as I took this course, I stopped dreaming for a couple of weeks and I didn't quite realize what was going on. It was spiritual warfare that that caused me to stop dreaming. And then when my, my course instructor said, Eric, what you need to do is, first of all, anoint your bed with oil, anoint your bedroom with oil, anoint yourself with oil, pray over your bed, your bedroom, yourself, and ask the Lord to speak to you in your dream. And even I, I I mean, I know this stuff, but yet there was the part of me that wanted to question it, okay? And so even if you're sitting here and you're listening to this and you're going, "Mm, I don't think that's going to work for me. Let me tell you this testimony. The very night that I did it and I prayed and said, Lord, I haven't dreamed in three weeks. Speak to me tonight in my dreams. I had, I had a dream that night. And that was, that was the opening of the floodgate. That was, that was the beginning of new dreams. And, and I've dreamed every night since then. That was weeks ago. And, and sure, some of the dreams are difficult to remember. But like I said, what you need to do is as soon as you wake up from the dream, even if you can get just the last scene, just write it out and ponder it. Okay? But pray tonight... Lord, let me lie down in peace and sleep. Let me know that you make me live in safety. God is going to bless you in your dreams as you take this course. God has something to show you. Just ask him. Remember Matthew 7, 7. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Yes, that includes dreams. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. I pray, Lord God, that there would be something to take away from this. I pray, Father, that each one of these people would walk away today knowing that you are going to speak to them in their dreams. I pray, Father, that each one would begin right now in the name of Jesus to feel your holy presence, hallelujah, surrounding them, Father, to cause peace to overcome and overwhelm everything that faces them. Father, everything that they look out and see, I pray that they would just see your peace wash over it all. Hallelujah, Father, that there would be no more mountains standing in the way, but Father, that peace that surpasses all understanding would wash it, wash it over. Lord God, I pray 
that these people would lay down in peace and sleep and come to know you in their dreams. Speak to them, Lord God. Let your message be clear. Father, that they would come to you and seek the interpretation. And I ask this in the name of Jesus on behalf of my brothers and sisters. And all God's children said, Amen. Well, thank you for joining me um, as, as we continue through. I know these first two lessons might have been a little bit dull, um, but as we continue, we're going to get a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, and we're going to begin talking about um, how to get the interpretation out. We're going we're gonna to dig in in the next two lessons uh, talking a little bit more about the symbolism that we have in dreams. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, how to formulate a dream interpretation. And I think that God's really going to move. God's really going to bless you. So hang in there with me and we'll meet again soon. God bless you. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Take care. <laughs>